Hey, podcast listener, are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help overworked CPAs go down to 40 hours and then down to 25 hours without giving up revenue. My name is Geraldine Carter. Today, we are talking about how to implement better guardrails and boundaries for your clients to nudge behavior in the direction you want it to go. So if you've ever chased clients for documents or had them turn stuff in way late and you've twisted yourself and your business and your staff into pretzels to get the work done before the deadline, this episode is for you. My guest today is Tim Wahlberg, a podcast coach who helps business owners start or fix their podcast and helps them turn that podcast into a powerful marketing machine for their business or brand. He's been my podcast editor and coach for the past several years. Tim, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Geraldine. I'm so excited to have you. So let's set this up. Tell us a little bit about how it was working for you way back when, when you were chasing clients for raw MP3 files. It wasn't. It absolutely wasn't. Actually, you know, that's <laughs> not true. I had uh, developed a, a podcast coaching business over the years, but in the meantime, in between clients, I was doing some editing for some of the clients that I was working with. And I was sort of just running my business by the seat of my pants. So people would uh, have a publishing date on a regular basis that they would uh, want their show out on the uh, platforms. And I'd say, that sounds good. Great. Wednesday's our day. That sounds awesome. I'll, uh, I'll make sure that your show's uh, good for Wednesday. And so they would deliver it on the weekend and sometimes a week before, sometimes a couple of days before. And I'd say a little email and say, hey, guys, uh, just you know, we want to make that sure our show goes out on Wednesday. So can you give me the file, please? So I'm sort of chasing and it's just like last minute stuff. And I didn't love that. But the busier I got, you know, I was still doing a great job because I had very high standards. I came from background of radio and I was by the minute, this is what we were doing, producing news talk radio, morning show stuff, major market stuff. So this was by the second. I was used to working by the second, down to the second. So it was all right for me to operate that way, but it wasn't very healthy. And it started to have its effect on me. I never knew that piece that you were used to operating down to the minute. Okay, it kind of makes a little more sense now. So what was what was the effect that it was having on you? And maybe not just you, the other things around you, you know, your dog, your bird, your goldfish. I kind of started to resent my 
clients after a while, right? And it's like, okay, you know, I hate never chasing- me though, right? Never G money, no, <laughs> never. never. Uh, but it was, it was, you know, and, and my wife started to see this, and she's, well, why, why, what are you doing? I mean, this is getting, I'm getting. Well, maybe I have to say no to some of these clients, and that maybe, you know, after thinking about it, and the the, the funny thing is, Geraldine, is that. Some of my clients were coaches, you know, they were business coaches, life coaches, and they talked about boundaries and they talked about these things. And I was like, well, I wonder if I should start this because it feels like I'm getting out of control. So I was short tempered. I was frustrated. And, you know, when that happens and I have limited time to put a show together, well, then I'm making poor decisions because of a timeline, right? So now I'm not working at my best. And so some mistakes are getting made. So then there's pushback a little bit. Oh, can you do a couple, take a couple of more of these things though? Can you change this edit? So we're both back and forth. Tensions are rising and I don't really feel that's a very healthy place to be working from too. So resentment, uh, time pressures, you know, the editing was a nice thing for my business, but ultimately it was the podcast coaching that I was more interested in doing. And I didn't have any room to help new clients start their new podcast or fix their existing shows. So this is where I was feeling like, Something's got to change here. Gotcha. So I'm wondering about, you know, like, how come you just didn't do it with more polite nudges? Like, why don't people just when you ask them to, hey, could you get this in by Friday, please? Because your show goes live on Wednesday. Like, how come that didn't work? Uh, Mr. People Pleaser right here, right? You know, and I think it came from a place of scarcity. I didn't want to say no to anybody. I didn't want to make anybody feel bad about getting late, uh, you know, getting their files late to me. And so I didn't want to create any tension there. It's like, this was earlier on. You know, I, I can talk about these days now because I know the other side of this. And so early on in the business, so I get it. And much like your CPAs who you're talking to right now, might be in over their heads or their, their, their staff is in over their heads, but it's creating this unpleasantness. And it's like, we're working from behind where we're always trying to keep up and it, it just feels bad. And so it doesn't create a very good work environment. Uh, there's, there's pressure. You start, like I'm saying, you're resenting your clients. Like these are just troublemakers. And so I needed to do something. Something was about to break because we didn't, we love to travel and we couldn't travel. Just didn't feel like it actually get away and start living my life. And I was working weekends. I was working deadlines like Tuesday night of the shows come. What are you doing on a Tuesday? This should have been done, uh, you know, days ago. And I should have been easy peasy living my life, but I'm fresh. It felt like I cared more about their show than they did. Right. And I didn't want to be in that place. When you started to think about like, okay, may, like maybe I got to do something about this. Like I realized that like I'm okay working like down to the last second because that's how we work in radio and everything. But this isn't great for my business. Like it's tensions are starting to rise. I'm starting to get frustrated and annoyed with my clients. It's not great for them. And it's preventing my me from being able to work on what I want to work on in my business. What were your sort of first thoughts about how you should, how you might address it? Like what, what ideas did you have for, like, should I just fire my pain in the ass clients and maybe that'll fix it, but then I'm going to fire, that's half my clients. So like, where did you start? Well, I knew that a lot of other people were doing the same thing that I was. There are a lot of podcast coaches out there, but there were thousands of more editors out there. So I was a part of the editing community on the side. But I started like looking into these Facebook groups and finding out, well, how are people sort of managing all of their work? And so I'm starting to read and seeing the ideas and plus the little uh, voices in my head from my own clients of the coaches that I listen to are saying, boundaries, 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 set these boundaries. And other people are saying, I have a seven-day deadline 
for your editing uh, content to be to me in raw format so I can turn it around in seven days. I was like, well, I can turn it around way faster than seven days if I need to. But hold on a second. Why would I? Like, why would I do that? So I started to think about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this because I'm seeing that other people are doing it. And what I found really was interesting that other editors were doing was that somebody said, and if they're late, like what happens if they're late? Well, charge them extra, just give them a penalty. And someone said, yeah, I do, but I reframe it. So it's a rush job instead of a late fee. And so that's sort of a more positive way to come about it versus, hey, I'm going to get this to you. I'm just going to need a little rush fee so I can turn this around faster. Instead of you're late, here's a penalty, it's an extra 50 bucks, it's an extra 100 bucks, it's an extra, you know, whatever that is. So I took quite a bit of time to frame this out. Seven, I put a seven day limit on this and I put a price tag on every day that you're late and it grows the closer you are to your production date. So I started to come up with this uh, email and it was a very long email. And you also had to think about, okay, well, I can't just slap this on everyone and start tomorrow. Is my responsibility, is my business, is how I want to operate. Yes, I'm going to get there because it's what I want. But I've got to be fair to my clients, and so I'm going to give them 60 days. And that's, I think, a reasonable amount. They know they're, if they're publishing weekly, it's going to be eight episodes for them to get caught up and get ahead and should be able to manage a seven-day buffer. So I sent out this email, and I looked back at it, Geraldine, and I actually it was very close to two years ago that I sent this email out, and it was said, and it's, the title was Update to Our Editing Agreement. And so it was a fairly lengthy email. Did I get that email? You got the email. I'll tell you what you responded to. I'll tell you your response in a second, right? So this is February 1st. I said, this is December. It was basically December 1st, uh, 2020. And then I sent it. So in February 1st, 2022, this is what's going to happen. So there will be a limit to the raw audio that you can, because here's the thing, somebody would send me a 20 minute episode one day, and then someone would send me a, an hour and a half episode the next week, and they would do it the night before. And I'm like, Why? Oh but of course I would stay up all night because I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, like, we got to make this deadline. And so I would always do it, right? So I'm sort of explaining this idea of like short, long, I don't care. Seven days is your new limit. And you have to be at a 50 minute, five zero. It used to be 45, but I said, I'm going to bump it up to 50 minutes, five zero of raw audio, and I'll take it all and I'll edit it all, turn it around. But you got to get it to me in seven days. And if you're not within seven days, there's going to be a rush fee. And if you're two days late, uh, it'll be, you know, this much money. If it's four days late and, you know, closer to your deadline, it's X amount of dollars. So, and I saw it. So this is a lengthy, pretty lengthy email with examples of how it would go down and thinking about my clients of exactly how they work and how I work. And I sent this out to them really sort of scared. Yeah. And this is from that place of what am I going to do? Who's going to bail? Yeah. Who's going to leave me? Oh, yeah. uh, and I was like, well, I guess if I lose them, I know at least I'll be, be able to replace them with a new client right. with these new rules in effect. Parameters, yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> now you're on the edge of saying, how many people yeah, did you lose? I'm like dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, but also like if you lose them, those are the people you want to lose. I know, I loved every single client I worked <laughs> oh, with. Oh, but you loved all of them. I love them all. I love them all. I love them all. And so 
I started, I was like holding my breath and I said to my wife, I'm sending this, this is it. I'm sending this, this is happening, right? This is going to change everything, right? So I said, <laughs> all at once, you like 100% of clients all at once. I, like, what do you Boom, know? blanket, everybody. One batch, single batch, boom. Everybody gets it. Oh God, all at once, Jesus. I don't if I'm going to go down, <laughs> I'm going down. Okay. And so uh, here's the list of the responses. Here's one, one, one client said, of course, I'm down with this. Boundaries save lives. If you're happy, then we'll all be happy. And another person said, Sounds like good boundaries. And then here's Geraldine Carter. This is your response. In bold capital letters. Oh, God. I love that you're doing this. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Love it, love it, love it for you. Love it for me. Even though on occasion I enjoy indulging in sloppiness. I much prefer clear boundaries. But you were ecstatic about this. Of course I was. Another one. Hi, Tim. I support you 100%. I will make every effort to get my files to you seven days in advance. And when I don't, you can charge me the extra fees. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I was so like, oh, this is amazing. I was feeling incredible once I started to see the responses. Another one, totally understandable and thank you. Oh I will keep this all in mind. Another one, uh, I feel like it'll even help my guests and me keep more on, on our timeline. Another one, hey, Tim, received and acknowledged. Grateful for your partnership. And then another one, this is from a life coach. Bravo, <laughs> you know I'm absolutely supportive of any and all boundaries. If I was coaching you, this would have been a homework assignment. I agree. So I was feeling like this, but I was still two months away from all of this happening, right? But I was feeling so much better. Yeah. Like it just felt like this, oh, I'm going to be able to breathe here. And so two months later started and everybody do it. And I sent out another, you know, one week, two week reminders. Hey, by the way, everybody, our new agreement kicks in in two weeks and then it kicks in in one week. Just be ready. Just keep it. By now, I shouldn't have your files, by the way. <laughs> and so they started coming in. Everyone was on top of it. Uh-oh, someone's late. Well, they're only a day late. Oh, yeah. I got to stick to my guns. I'm going to charge them. Yeah. And I charged them. And then I charged another one. Yes. And then I charged someone else. And they paid me. And they paid me again. And they paid me again with no pushback. And then I started charging less because everyone is going like, oh, this just ups my editing fees. So I'm just going to get on top of this and start giving Tim my files when he requires it. So, and the, the great thing about it was that I was in complete control. I have a, a different but special relationship with every single one. And I didn't always charge someone all the time because I could make my own rules up. This is my business, right? I can do anything I want. So if I knew that eh, most of the time they're short, quick episodes for me to turn around, I won't penalize them this even if they're a day late. If they're late, 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 and they're always kind of just on the edge and they're always pushing the boundaries like 51, 52, 53 minutes, like, it's like, no, you're, you're going to get dinged here. I'm going to ding you. I'm going to ding you on every single one. And they started to become less and less. But there was, there was almost a preemptive note. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to be late on this one. It's going to come in on Tuesday instead of blah, blah, blah. That's okay. Just charge me. And they knew, they knew it from the beginning that this was the new rule and they were okay with it and they were fine with it. And I served to please. So they still knew they were going to get even better quality service and all that I could provide. But there was just some boundaries. And what this did for me, oh, Geraldine. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
Wait, well, hold on. We got, I have two questions backing up. Were there any negative responses? Did any, was anyone like, hey, but no, uh-uh, peace out, buddy. I'm going to go find an editor who I can use and abuse. Nope, not one. I thought it might, it cost me maybe one or two clients, but nobody, not one person had a negative comment or reaction to this email that I pushed out. No, not a single one? Not a single one. Everyone was 100% on board. Awesome. I think maybe one I didn't even hear from, they, they just fell into line, fell into place, followed the rules. Okay. So some people will cite this daycare meme and they'll say, but this daycare that I heard of, they started charging a dollar per minute for every minute that you showed up late. And so all of the parents all of a sudden started showing up 17 minutes late because they figured it was just worth it to pay $17 just to be able to show up late. So the expedite fee or the late fee just didn't work. So they stopped doing it because we know that late fees don't work. So did you ever feel like you were getting used and abused with your rush fee? Oh, no. Nobody ever pushed those boundaries. I had a, I had a, I had a system and this was explained in my, in my letter that went out. It was like two days late, four days late, five days, five or six days late. We need to talk. <laughs> there is something broke yeah, here. Right. This ain't going to work for me. And the other thing was at, I think past five days, it was, there's no guarantee we will make your publication date. This won't even happen. Oh, right. We might not even get it up. But I can say this in the past two years since it's happened, I have always made a publication date. Never once has a client missed a show. That's never been an issue. No, no, no one's t- taken advantage of me that way. No, absolutely not. I love it. So, okay. So where you were about to go before I jumped in was what has been the impact? Like it's been two years now since you implemented this or since the email went Here, out. Here's one more thing before I tell you how great life is now. <laughs> that was a teaser. But one more thing. I have also in this time period raised prices. Yeah. Raised my prices without any pushback. How much have you raised them by like percentage point? 25%. 25%. Okay. And the other thing is that not everyone pays that. It's 25% from wherever they started was, or it's just like, here's your new price. Here's your new price. And this is the great thing about, and this is what I, I've learned this from you, Geraldine. I mean, this is, <laughs> and some of the guests that you often have on the show are so valuable in how to handle your clients. And there are no rules. There really are no rules. You can handle them differently and that's okay. And you can set your own boundaries and you can know who your problem is. Uh, clients are, and they get the problem tax. It's baked into the price. So don't worry about it. It's taken care of. (laughs) You know, you're going to have a couple of headaches. It's okay. They're paying for it anyway, right? So I was in since like the last two years was able to increase my prices again without any pushback whatsoever. So your question again was, how great is life now? It's amazing. So my wife and I travel the world. You know us. We take off for months at a time over uh, the winter. We work from the road uh, from Europe to South America to Central America, New Zealand. It's all happening. We take off. The pressure is down. I can breathe. And it feels like I can actually get ahead from knowing that I'm not going to work this weekend. I don't work weekends anymore. And if I do... It's okay. I choose to because I feel like, eh, I got time. I got a couple of hours. I can bang out one of the shows here. I can bang out one of this. I can do a little bit of work here. It'll free up my week because I'll know it'll even be lighter. So what it's done is opened up my coaching calendar. I coach way more people now. I used to have a waiting list. So now it's easier to take them sort of as they come. I can say, we can start tomorrow. And they're like, boom, let's do it because we're excited to get on board and start our new podcast, right? So let's start working together. So this has really been able to 
open up some other doors for me. And it's just created a much more pleasant. And I've, I've told friends and family, and I just said, I just walked in there and I said to my clients, screw that. I'm making new rules. I'm doing this. And they <laughs> bowed over and just said, yes, Tim, we love you. We'll do anything you want. And they're like, what? Really? Look at me. I'm traveling all over the place. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I'm happy. I'm just oh, happy. God. There's no pressure. There's no stress. There's no tension. I just got an email the other day from a client saying like, I love working with you. There's no drama. Yeah. There's just no drama. And I go, yeah. I know why there's no drama because you're on time and I don't have any drama anymore. Yeah. And I remember, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, more than a couple of years ago, like it was tension sometimes because sometimes I turned in my podcast raw audio a couple of days late and it's so much better now. I think it was you, Geraldine, who actually said, maybe maybe, maybe it was in here that in, in your email, like, I love that you're doing this. It's so much easier for me, this is from you, to know exactly where your bounds are. Otherwise, I'm in this squishy middle place where I can't tell if I'm being a good or bad client and I hate that. Oh, yeah. I want to be a good client and this helps me do that. Great job for emailing this out. And then you just went spread more love on me. So that was very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> but I think, you know, when you talk about CPAs, when yeah. we talk about CPAs here and you paint that picture of them every day and there are so many of them that are feeling this heaviness because they are just in, in, a, in a bad place, whether they don't even talk about niching now, but it's just overwhelmed with just saying yes to everybody all the time. And you just, we can't get ahead. We're, we're on our heels all the time. Yeah. And when you set some boundaries just for your clients themselves, start with that. Start start a couple of rules at a time. You can start implementing a few deadlines at a time with, you know, maybe a rush fee if that's the case. No one's under more pressure. N everyone feels like they've got time to do what they need to do to do their job. Instantly, like people can feel this happen. And it's not just the person at the top of the business, uh, but it's everyone underneath them. I love it. It gives you the time that you need to get your job done well. Well, that's the key. Otherwise, it's rushed. Yes. It's rushed. It's done with haste. It's like you're swearing underneath yeah. because why are they good? I wish I was there. And you're working <laughs> away. You're like, get me out of here. I hate this client. Like, it turns into something really ugly fast yeah. for a lot of people. I'm trying to get out here on a Friday and you're like, I'm going to do all this stuff. And you take that home with you. Yeah, right. I have to ask you this question for our North of the Border friends, because you're Canadian, and I'm sorry. Hey, and what does that mean? You just can't get a hockey team into the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, problem. Yeah, that is it. So for my Canadian listeners, and you guys are so nice all the time. <laughs> what do they need to hear? That's like, because you guys have like an extra special dose of the niceness card. It is to our detriment. Yes, uh, we are people pleasers, and it feels to me that most women are pleasing more than than men are it feels like that too as well and knowing your show and knowing your audience too i think that's what we commonly hear you you have to protect yourself yeah this is more than just your job your work it is about your life stress does so much damage to us every single day the more you carry with you physically mentally your relationships emotionally it kills you literally is killing you from the inside out. The stress that it puts on your heart, on your mind, when you go to sleep at night, it is crushing your soul. And you don't have to live in a place like that with all of this tension. 
it has done so much for me to be able to just breathe and live. And we, I can go out in the middle of the day and go around the block if I want to just escape for a little bit and have a walk, get some fresh air. It has done so much of those little things that matter so much. But I'm telling you, it is totally worth it. Forget making enemies. Who cares? Don't give a hell of what people think about you at the end of this if you want to set some boundaries. They are healthy. They are healthy for you. So set some boundaries. You will save your life. Um, I want to ask you a tactical question because I'm sure people are wondering, how did you arrive at the numbers on your rush fees? Like, you don't have to say the prices if you don't want to, but like maybe as a percentage of like the weekly price to edit per episode kind of thing, just to give us a, like a ballpark sense. Because they're probably, they're not two bucks, right? No, it's it's 25 bucks uh, for one or two days, goes up to 50 bucks for three or four days later. But that adds a significant amount onto a price that's already above $100 per episode. So now it's like, yeah, oh, you start, they start doing the math. I, I love doing the math because it was more money for me. <laughs> My, my hourly wait, just not that I'm thinking about hourly because yeah. it's a, it's yeah, you're no. right. And I wanted to be fair. I, and I was always thinking fair, be fair, be fair. Yeah. And reasonable, reasonable. It can't be two bucks because that's not going to incentivize anybody. It's a joke. And it can't be $2,000 because that's just way ridiculous. So it's got to be like in the, it's got to be relative. It's got to make sense. And it's got to be enough to be a nudge without being a jerk about it. It landed perfectly. I couldn't be any happier. Okay. And I, so I want to hear more about all like the travel places because I've been waiting for your fall email to come in. That's like, hey, we're going somewhere this winter. It's New Zealand. New Zealand wow, for okay. uh, about three and a half months. <gasps> Even from the road when we work from the road, we're, I, I'm still in a place of, you know, first that you come at it from a place of money scarcity at the beginning, which you're saying yes to everybody. All the CPAs are saying yes to all the different kinds of people who are coming in or I am to all my new clients. It's an obvious place to be at the beginning of your business, right? When you're starting a business. But the more you figure it out, the more you have control, the more confidence you get, the more uh, value you can give to your clients. So you're worth more and your expertise is worth more. So I have been able to really have a great, amazing collection of clients that I love to work with, all of them. And I still am at a place of ease where I like to think of my business as ease and this is mindset. So there's no time scarcity. It was a money scarcity thing at first. And then now you, okay, I figured out the money thing. Yeah. I charge a whole bunch of money, but I still have time sensitivities around this. So that's a mindset. And I know you work on this with your clients, Geraldine. This is a, no, I do have more time. I have all the time in the world. I have enough time to get all my work done and still not work weekends. You listen to my podcast. I don't think I've ever heard your show. <laughs> anyway, you know, you start telling yourself this, but this mindset has to live within you. So there's yeah. more of that than just making a couple of rules. You got to believe it. You got to know what the outcome, you, you, the, the intent of doing this for, right? What are you working towards and create that and make that happen? So I, w I just got to hear more about the New Zealand thing because I think I have so many listeners who are secretly pining to be able to work from the road from their satellite office somewhere overseas or on a different continent. And the going message in the accounting space, the chattering boxes is all about scale and grow to a million or 20 bajillion. And there's so little messaging about having a free life where you can go and do have discretionary time, ample discretionary time to do the things that you want, the things that you enjoy, and not have to wait till retirement to do it. 
So I want you to go on about New Zealand. Tell us where you're going. Well, we're starting in Auckland and we'll go up to the top uh, for a week to do maybe a little bit of camping. And this will be in their summer. So it'll be awesome and work our way down to Wellington. I've got a friend from high school who lives there. She's been there for 20 years. And so I can't wait to meet with her again. And we'll be, New Zealand's all about the, the landscapes, right? So we'll be traveling a lot on the road. But you know, we planted ourselves in the cities that we want to spend some most time in where we can do the little side trips and climb some mountains and uh, get on the water and get to some beaches and see the culture. So it's great. We, we've spent, you know, a lot of time in Mexico, Costa Rica, Honduras. Uh, we were in Europe for some time, but we love to go for months and months at a time. And this freedom that we now have has allowed us to. And so maybe for CPAs where you can start to get away, you know, they can't even dream of about one week or two weeks off. Are you kidding me? Like, well, my clients, one of them just got back from Spain for three weeks. There you go. <laughs> but keep going. Start living your real life. But yeah, I mean, you can't even imagine. Like, I think a lot of people right now are thinking like, I wish. Yeah. I am so far from that. But there is a path to that freedom. And it, it's, it's, it, it does take time, but you can get there. And working from the road is just very quick sidebar. Editing a show from a, a medical professional this morning, that, a show that I do. One of the experts that they had on said, yeah, uh, they've got thyroid issues. They've got this issue. They've got a health issue here. They've got this issues. And all of a sudden they went on holidays and they were dealing with a big lawsuit and all of this stuff. They went on holidays and all of their symptoms just disappeared because they weren't at home and they weren't dealing with the day-to-day -day bullshit, right? They came back all of a sudden inflammation, everything else happened. All of a sudden stress is a killer and people who are wearing this and continuing to live in this world day in and day out, knowing this, knowing this, hating, resenting, going in day to day, like, oh, what am I doing? Dragging yourself up out of bed to go into that every day, it's, it's murder, it's, it's killing them. It is a, a wonderful place to be where you have the time and as and more so the the headspace to to be able to forget about and walk away from your business for days at a time, right? We're still working from the road. Everyone says, oh, it must be nice. But, but yeah, we're still working, but it's a manageable workplace. And the thing when you say about building and building and building and growing and growing and growing to millions and 10 millions and, and you know, I know the world of, of CPAs through your eyes and, and through your worlds and through your guests. I mean, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I also understand you, the more you grow, maybe the more headaches you have, but for some of the smaller size CPAs, they can grow a really beautiful business that allows them to do whatever they want and the freedom that they want to have, just managing it properly, just setting some right, proper boundaries, giving you some space to create your own business the way you want it to operate. And it can be done. It's, it, it can be done. I'm, I'm living proof. You are living proof. You are living proof. It, it's sometimes where I'm actually at the point where I'm clicking around folders going, anybody ready? Uh, I don't have any shows to edit. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. I'm going to go and um, hit around a golf this afternoon. See you later. So good. I can do that. And I, and, and I still know that I have seven you days. You still have seven days. Um, how's the money to the extent that you're willing to talk about it? Like, is it up? Oh. Is it down? Like all around? Well, here, here's, here's the great thing about it. That, 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 portion, that portion of my business is steady Eddie and fantastic. And that's just my baseline. What it has now allowed me is for this extra tier, which are all of my coaching clients that come in yeah. and, and a podcast launch clients. I want to start a podcast. Great. 
I have got space. Let's do it. So now I've got so much more freedom to take on more of the people who want to fix their podcast or create and start a new show. And those are like gravy months when I've got like, you know, five figure months just plopped on top of my already great baseline months. This is fantastic. We're living the life. Where do you want to go next? And you know, this is so easy now. It just seems so easy now. <laughs> who doesn't love gravy? Gravy. Who doesn't love gravy? This has been so great. If people want to find you, because maybe they want to start a podcast and have it line up with their business and be a gigantic marketing machine. How do they do that? Podcastperformancecoach.com. Tim Wahlberg, it's been fabulous to have you. Thanks, Geraldine. <laughs> <laughs> Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.